Welcome back to my channel, folks. I hope you're all having a good day. Our mission here, as you know, is to help 1 million people start a business of their own. Today, we have some fantastic entrepreneurs that are going to share their insights and story. And together, we're going to listen, hopefully learn, and hopefully as well, if you have something to contribute, feel free to throw a question or comment into the comment section. My team here will be monitoring those questions. We can throw them up on screen or, or even ask the question for you. So do engage. If there's anything you want from today's guests or you feel that you can support in any way, we'll be looking out for your comments. My first guest is Ben. In fact, both my guests today are called Ben. We didn't plan that. It's just the way life is sometimes. And Ben, number one. Hey, thanks Good. for having me. Good to have you here. Welcome. Well, why don't we start off the podcast by you telling people listening your skill set, really, and what, what, you, what you know that others don't. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I started my career as a uh, web designer, building, building websites. Uh, I've been doing that for about 10, 11 years now. Um, and I specialize in user experience design. So thinking about how people use websites, um, understanding the data behind that and um, you know, making decisions to make websites better, help people make more money on their websites and you know, that kind of thing, keeping uh, people on the website. So um, I, I work full time and I also have started running my own Shopify agency helping uh, helping businesses build their own e-commerce platforms and helping them understand the different nuances and different relationships that they may have with their customers. Any quick tips off the top of your head around this? Um, if people are thinking of building a website, I mean, let's say they can't afford you, or maybe they can, I don't know, but you know, what, what, uh, what are any you know, obvious tips for people when they're thinking about building a website or building something where they want to keep people there, as you say? I'd say the most important thing is understanding your customers, um, understanding the data as well. So the first thing is, is make sure that you're tracking uh, what's going on on your website using something like Google Analytics uh, and actually understanding how people are using your website. I think that's definitely uh, it's, it's something that a lot of people maybe don't put enough emphasis on. And then they then don't understand how their customers are using their website or maybe where they're falling off and, and things like that. I think it can be really crucial for, you know, boosting, boosting sales online. How did you get into this business, Ben? <laughs> well, I, I did marketing at university um, and I, I started working for a big agency, big shiny agency working with clients like Costa and Pepsi. And uh, I, I quickly discovered that, um, working in marketing was was not for me. Um, and I, I saw the people around me that were working as, as developers and, and building building these great these great uh, websites. And it's just something I wanted to do. So I, I gave it a go. Um, and I kind of just, I kind of kept on going from there really. And that was, uh, yeah, was about 10 years ago now. In my, um perverse way of thinking about it it is marketing though isn't it ux in a way it is it is helping definitely people. It, it definitely it definitely plays um it, it definitely plays a role in it it's um i mean i i work very closely with with marketing partners um because it's you know a big thing is you know measuring roi and uh, return on marketing investment so um it definitely is kind of a, a subset i guess yeah 
Yeah, I mean, if if you know, well, not only do you spend if you spend a load of marketing and people get to your whatever it is, and and then it's not usable or doesn't do the job, then not only are you wasting a lot of marketing dollars, but equally, I think that on the other side, it can generate you know, it can generate marketing leads. It is sometimes the beginning of a lead generation system, right? So that in itself is marketing. Exactly, yeah, and it, and it also um, being able to understand your customers like that uh, better also allows you to tailor your marketing to be more effective mm. and, and understanding you, your customers better. You mentioned Shopify there. Uh, educate us a bit on that world. Sure. <laughs> so Shopify is a e-commerce platform. Um, so e-commerce is selling anything online, physical goods or digital goods. Um, and Shopify, it basically allows you to very easily uh, set up your own online store and start taking payments. Um, so it can go for, it's a massive platform. Um, you know, companies is like Gymshark, they, they are on, uh, on Shopify. So all the way, the, the, the kind of the range of customers that they have is, is massive all the way from, you know, people just starting out, they're starting their first business all the way to, you know, multi-billion pound companies. Is there any, um, I mean, I guess a lot of people probably heard of Shopify. Probably they don't know how to leverage it. Um, what, what you know? Do you think it's if you, like it's interesting? You mentioned Gymshark, for example. People's perception is that it would have their own website, right, and their own fulfillment and all, all of those things. Why? Why would they need Shopify? I think for I mean for for companies like that, it, it comes to uh, it comes down to scaling. So. One thing that Shopify are great at is it takes away a lot of the complexity of building a website. So you don't have to worry about all of the servers. You, you don't have to worry about any of that. They take care of all that for you. If you, you know, if, if you have run some successful campaign and you end up getting a hundred thousand people on your website, then that's great. Then it will just automatically take care of it for you. Your website's not going to fall over. Um, and it saves you having to to spend a lot of money on expensive developers or uh, you know maintain those those technologies well drawing you into a discussion about the merits of spotify but you know of course i think for a lot of people maybe frankly people that don't know the ins and outs shopify represents potentially a gap between you and the customer in other words shopify could turn off the tap at any point or, or control the ability for you to reach your customers uh, through Shopify. And that is a bit of a fear, I think, for some people. That's why people have their own direct website relationships. Um, what's your feeling on that? Is that a non-concern? Sure. I, th I, think, I think they both have their own merits. I think, especially for when you're starting out, something like Shopify is great because it allows you to get started and get moving quickly. You, you don't have to you don't have to worry about hiring expensive developers. Uh, if you really wanted, you can kind of just click a couple buttons, choose a nice choose a nice template that's already been made for you, and you can add your own images and, and you can get on your way. And then maybe you know later down the line when things are you know maybe a bit bigger, then you could think about moving away from it. But I, I think personally, for me, um, it's it's excellent. Uh, being able to um, <clears throat> being able to leverage their technology technology and uh, being able to kind of you know stand on the shoulder of the giants. Do you do you see uh, what about things like eBay and, and and those sorts of platforms? Do you think that they are also 
worth leveraging or, or do you think it's focused on one platform and, and make it work? What's your, what's your thinking or strategy on those sorts of things? I think it's, I think it's always good to diversify. I think a lot of, a lot of companies now uh, are using multiple sales channels, um, especially th you know, things like Amazon FBA and things like that, that allow you to kind of, use other people's platforms as a marketing tool and sell elsewhere i think it's i think it's great and i also think that if if one of these channels something happens to it then you've got other revenue to fall back on as well which is you know down to diversification and it definitely helps make your um, make your business a bit more uh, kind of stable a lot of our audience actually ask us about amazon fba um, again, the, the thing that seems to come up is that people get caught out on having to drive traffic themselves to, yeah. to their platforms, which, which, you know, causes them, well, frankly, a lot of investment beyond just, you know, sourcing the product and building the site, then they've actually got to get traffic to that site. Um, one, is there a hack around that for helping people who are struggling with that? And two, two, um, you know, is that the Achilles heel of the Amazon FBA model? Uh, to be honest, I'm I'm not too familiar. I, I'm I'm not too familiar with with Amazon and and the ins and outs of working with it myself. Personally, I think it's it can be a good tool to use, but I also think that you need to. It, it depends on what business you're in. Um, you know, they they can take a lot of, a lot of your profit away from you if. Uh, with specific products, for example, I think it can be quite expensive. Um, but I think it all depends on, on, on your business and it's difficult to say kind of throughout um, for everybody. Fair. So staying in your lane, I mean, so Shopify and, and UX design, these, these are the areas you, you focus in on, right? Mm. And, and do you think, uh, well, how do people normally engage you? What's the process? How does, because I think a lot of people, again, that are thinking of building a website, I guess they think about it from a cosmetic perspective, if you ask me. Uh, and, and then they think UX later, but they don't really understand it. So how, do, how does it normally work with you? How, how do you normally work? So I, I've kind of, I've sort of been working on a, on a process that I follow for, for, for all my clients, uh, a five-step process of, how I do things. Um, so it, it always starts with kind of identifying, identifying what the the problems are. Because every business, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter how, how big you are, have problems. And so identifying those problems and identifying which problems that they want to solve. Um, then I we'll, we go on to plan. Um, <clears throat> we look at the data. And um, we, we we try and figure out kind of what what customer groups they are in, and if they haven't got them already, we we kind of we start doing things like uh, journey mapping and kind of uh, user personas. So writing with what a user persona is is understanding what a what does a typical customer for this business look like. So how old are they? What do, where do they shop? What do they like to do in their spare time? You know, what mode of transport do they use? Do they drive a Mercedes or do they, you know, are they, do they want to afford or do they get the bus or do they get the train? All sorts of things to try and understand and build a picture of what your ideal customer looks like. And then we 
go through journey mapping, which is understanding how does the customer get to the website? What do they do when they're on the website? And why are they maybe dropping off or how do they go through that flow between, you know, first hearing about you to making a purchase? Um, so we, we do lots of things like that. Um, and then once, once we've kind of got a good idea of what we're doing, then, um, it then goes on to more planning the, the technical aspects and technical side of things. So do they want to, do they want to be able to edit things themselves or do they want a hands-off approach? And, you know, there's, there's something called, uh, it's headless Shopify it's called. So what Shopify have recently allowed you to do is you can actually, uh, build your own front end of the website and just use their back end. So, which is, which is great because it means you get all the control, but then also you don't have to worry about the, the technical bits behind the scenes. Um, and I think for a lot of companies, that's the future because it's much quicker and it's a lot more flexible for, uh, for businesses. So that's kind of the, the approach that I take anyway is um, doing that and going through the development process and the launch process after that. Someone's just asking, um, John Wright just asked, uh, do you have to have a certain set of skills to have a, a Shopify uh, business? Do, do you think there is a particular thing you need? Absolutely not. No, I think anybody can, anybody can set up a Shopify store. Um, you can just use one of their pre-made themes. They're great. Um, you can, it has everything you need pretty much built in. Um, Obviously, if you're doing things more technically, if you're doing something that maybe hasn't been done before, like building a marketplace or something, then Shopify wouldn't wouldn't probably be the best tool. But if you're if if you want to start a you know a, a small business just selling products, then it's it's great. You can pretty much do it without touching a line of code. Hmm. What about people like us, you know, podcast hosts and owners of of communication channel chats? Do you think it's good for say a podcast? have a, a of course assuming you can hear each other on podcast that's that's definitely key can you hear me i'm sorry yeah uh, i just i just uh, missed that bit what did you say oh I, I was saying i mean uh do you think for well, podcasts we always think about you know selling merchandise um and if, if we were looking to sell you know our merchandise do you think setting up a spotify uh, shop is, is the way to go is that is that the right approach do you think I mean, there's 840,000 podcasts right now, so that would be a big market to tap into, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. Um, I mean, especially if you uh, you see a, a lot of people selling merch that is, um, you know, something like Redbubble or, or something like that, and they, they take horrendous fees, and you end up you, you don't make very much. I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to have your own stock, and um, then it'd be great. I mean, you can also drop ship through Shopify, which is um, also really popular. Um, quite a popular niche that, uh, especially on TikTok, you see a lot of people uh, talking about drop shipping. Um, but yeah, I mean, Shopify would be absolutely perfect for something like that. The drop shipping side is interesting. You do see it a lot on TikTok, um, and and people do seem to pitch it as a you know get a rich quick scheme a little bit. Like you don't need to buy anything, and you know you're just a middleman. Um, but is it? Is it as much of a, you know, is, is it true? Is it a get rich quick or is it, I'm a bit skeptical personally, but I, I might be wrong. What do you think? I think, I think a lot of people underestimate how much work it takes. I think 
there's a lot of people out there that are saying that you can, you know, set up a set up a Shopify store now and be a millionaire tomorrow and and things like that. And it's that's not the reality. Uh, it, it requires a lot of work. It requires a lot of you know ad spend as well, which people I don't think realize. Um, you know, driving traffic to to the store. But I mean, it does work. I, I know of people that th- do make a good living from doing it. Um, but I think it is much harder nowadays than it, it used to be maybe, you know, three or four years ago. It feels like to me um, that a lot of people who are selling courses on doing drop shipping are you know, probably oh, not they definitely make more. Do, doing so much, doing so well on the drop shipping, and probably are making money from selling courses on getting rich on drop shipping. So, um, yeah, so I apologize to my listeners today, by the way. I'm having to record from, from home because of lockdown. So, my dogs are barking in the background, they don't understand this as a podcast. So, forgive them, please. I hope they're not hurting your ears. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it definitely is a, an interesting one, and I think that's one of the things that I think all of this space, particularly Spotify, oh, sorry, um. I'm apologizing to Spotify people that I've now got that in my head. But um, I think the, the whole um, the whole shopping experience generally is kind of being broken down into that. You don't need any of your own product and it's all so easy. But I guess you have a business today because it's not, right? It's it's definitely a skill. Exactly. I mean, somebody, somebody once told me that um, money is the money that you make is directly correlated to the value that you would give somebody. So I think for me, and I, I really believe that as far as I will want to work with people that bring value and they, they create value. Um, you know, it's, it's not something that maybe I, I believe in is, is selling for selling sake. Mm. You mentioned earlier that you, you know, you're not a big fan of marketing and that's why you kind of made this, I guess, career change, but what do you, um, how do you market yourself? How do you? How do people find out about you? How do you build your business? I mean, honestly, this is something that I'm struggling with at the moment. Um, just because I'm, so I, I still work full time. I, I still have a full time job as well as um, running my business. Um, so it's mostly been word of mouth at the moment. But I think I've been working on a strategy that I'm I'm in the process of implementing. But I think social is great. Um, writing blogs, you know, writing articles for organic search—that's that's, um, it's super helpful. Doing that, it, it takes a long time, but it's definitely worth it for the long-term marketing strategy. <clears throat> um, and mostly just word of mouth and networking. So, um, you know, going, making sure you go to networking meetups and trying to talk to other business owners and, and trying to trying to get I think the main the main thing especially for services is getting in front of the people that have the problem and you know helping them solve that problem well I used to own a, a digital agency called fluid and what we used to do was uh, see how awful people's digital presence was and uh, it's pretty obvious i'm sure you must see that all the time i'm sure going on websites these days is not fun for you you're just permanently looking at what they're doing wrong it, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it happens a lot. You just see, oh, that doesn't work, or you you manage to break something by accident, and yes, yeah, uh, I, I definitely tend to notice the uh, the things that are wrong with it, or something that may not necessarily is supposed to be there. 
worst website in the world. We're going to give us a shout out. What's the worst website in the world? HSBC might be up there for me. I don't know what it's got to. You know, I was just on uh, very.co.uk looking at, uh, looking at um, fridge freezers today. And it was the most miserable experience I think I've ever dealt with trying to find the information. And they just, they just didn't understand the type of information that a user would want to see. So there must be because um, they do they're doing actually quite well, very. I think they must uh, must be marketing spend over usability. There must be some yeah, definitely because traffic you can push through anything. Um, but it'd be interesting to look at their drop off rate. That would be really interesting if the uh, if, if the CEO of very is listening. You know, we've got Ben here. You should you should uh, you should listen to him. <laughs> But I've noticed yeah. as well, like you know, having worked with a lot of corporations, sometimes um, they, you know they don't know what they don't know, and and often you know the IT exactly. department, these companies are just following models that that were right ten years ago, and they haven't refreshed uh, their thinking. So I mean, someone like Gymshark is a good example of someone that's always refreshing their thinking. That's why they're doing so well, and that's why they're leveraging Shopify. Whereas I think a lot of people perhaps don't see that as a, a viable option; they see it as competition, even. Which is an interesting exactly one. i think especially from, for some of the bigger companies that i've worked with in the past um and you, you see the bureaucracy behind the scenes and then it's just you, no wonder that you know companies like gymshark that are just coming out of nowhere and um you know dominating markets it's because they are you know moving quickly and, and making smart decisions Totally, yeah. Well, um, stay with us, Ben. We've got a, another Ben joining us now who's got a business. He's going to tell us a little bit about it, and then we're going to try and help him. So please join. Hello, Ben number two. Ben, Hi, guys. Ormus. Nice to meet you. Hi, Ben. Hey. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Welcome, welcome. Um, well, maybe you could tell Ben, myself, and the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Definitely, definitely. So um, I've got this project called the Dots Will Connect. Um, this is um, will be a project for entrepreneurs um, who want to uh, really stage their idea and like to see, um, like really give them a framework of how they can get to, uh, you know, from idea stage to MVP stage, and then to like further down the line, uh, product market fit and all these all these um, uh, fun bits. Um, so um, I'm, I'm really just in an ideation, ideation phase um, as of now. Uh, my background is more in development. So uh, I have been a software contractor for the last three years. Um, I started off with like, um, I'm, I'm, I was doing apps. So I've developed uh, iOS apps. Uh, I've developed websites as well. Um, so I have more in that knowledge and, um, yeah, f funny that, um, you know, I, I really love that Ben is, is, uh, in the Shopify space cause, um, I was building a couple of, uh, uh, Shopify stores as well, you know, um, just to spin up my, my business knowledge. So I actually want to sh shift a bit more from the development side and, you know, going into more the marketing and, and, uh, and the business, business world. So, yeah. You like two passing ships then Ben, Ben's yeah. going the other way. And you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Partners. Wow, this 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 is suddenly turned into a business dating podcast. <laughs> exactly. How did that happen? How did that happen? But connecting uh, the dots is that is that? Well, tell us a little bit more about how how that would actually work. What's what's your plan there, Ben? Sure, 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 sure. So, um, like 
I have seen over my um, my career, and um, you know, we, we see all these videos about like the big entrepreneurs, and essentially they are like kind of running off of a framework. And um, since I, I I'm in the AI field as well, um, I've built uh, trading bots, and um, I I saw like the patterns in the market, so um, I wanted to have this kind of like pattern um, applied to entrepreneurs as well, where they can, you know, uh, specifically see um, what what do they need to do to, to validate an idea, uh, to get to an MVP stage when they build it, when are they confident that that idea would work and then, you know, get funding. And so this is that like the high overarching idea. And so like, I just have an issue of like breaking this down to really like a small piece and, you know, just start, start uh, kind of validating the idea a bit. So, yeah. What does validation look like? What do you think? Um, so, like, I've I've been in the field. Like, I've I've had it uh, where I built apps and I just released it and and thought, you know, it's got whatever is going to happen, it's going to happen. So, uh, how I see validation is is really targeting uh, a niche um, or like a smaller bit of this whole project and uh, really validating that um, and also also validating that it can make money as well. So um, I need to get to that stage. Uh, and like, I have like a ton of ideas in my mind, but just to narrow it down, it's, it's, it's tough right now, so. Fair enough. Is there anything we can help you with today in particular? I know, you know, that's part of the reason we're here is to try and help you. So what, what do you need? Uh, definitely, definitely. So um, I wanted to ask like, uh, where would you start uh, to you know, start start this validation process, and um, where would you suggest like um, I take? Uh, how many paths I should take? Uh, how long shall I I, I do these validations? And uh, where should be the right? Um, which should be the right way I, sh I should pr process? Because uh, this seems like a huge project now. So yeah, it's quite a broad question. Um, yeah. Of course, a lot of factors would play into the answer, you know, like how much funding you've got, uh, how yeah. much resources you've got. Um, I mean, personally, on a simple level, what comes to mind is, you know, can you build one or two case studies to mm. prove them? Okay. That does yeah. a couple of things. I think it gives you ammo for future clients mm -hmm. to show what you've done. Uh, okay. And then also, you know, if investment or, or that was on your horizon at any point in the future, then you could also show to the investor, hey, look, you know, I invested X in this client and then this was the result and, mm -hmm. you know, and that would validate, I guess, the investment thesis uh, around the business mm -hmm. being a viable business that the public or uh, your potential customer needs. Mm -hmm. So those are the things to spring to mind. I mean, I don't know um, okay. whether you have any of that yet or if you have a proof of concept in any way. Uh, no, so like um, how I wanted to build it out and like uh, gather some interest is to break down, you know, successful people's lives, how they how they started off, uh, what was their their validation process, um, you know, even I because like eventually the, the the idea is is really I, I share your your value, Simon, like on this a lot that, you know, I think we need to make more entrepreneurs and like uh, inspire them to really see the journey that um, that is possible. And like, like with the, with these Amazon FBAs, what you see on TikTok and, 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 um, and, and same with Shopify as well. Cause um, yeah, I, I think there's, uh, it needs, to, there needs to be more uh, entrepreneurs and yeah, I just wanted to make them more digestible journey. So um, 
that you know it's it's doable. So that's the overarching vision. But yeah, I'll... are you full time on this now, Ben? Ben. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you are. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I've got um quite quite a bit of savings. So I'm I'm really good for for quite long. And uh, yeah, I just wanna you know progress with it and uh, and test it out. So yeah. Yeah. Ben Stewart, what do you think of this? Uh, any, how are you validating what you're doing? How are you how are you um, taking the leap into being full time yourself? How am I validating my well, business? Your business model, yeah. Because like you said earlier, you're still um, part time, right? It's, it's still a still a side hustle yeah. for you. So, yeah. So, how, so how I think you... for me, the val- I think the validation comes for me when it's uh, it's kind of hands off, and I can. I can earn an equal amount of money from my side job than I do from my day job without actually having to do the work itself. It's more managing the work. So that for me, that's where the validation comes from. It's, it's having a steady, a steady income that isn't related to my full-time job. Mm. It's so I interesting. think that's where the freedom comes from. I think it's, it's a very practical and, and appropriate explanation of, of, of things, Ben. I would only say for myself personally um, that I've always found that the purpose of the business is the validation. Is it is the market? Mm. Is the market what I've got? Uh, and then actually, ironically, on the finance side, just my personal experience again doesn't. You know, everyone's got their own path. But um, if you jump out and do it, you will replace your old income. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. doing it half and half it means it's just a very slow process to that validation. But if you kind of left it. And did it full time, Ben? Eva, Ben, uh, Ben, you are doing it full time. I think it makes a huge yeah. difference, right? I mean, it gives you you almost almost it's almost like I'm also having no choice but to make it work. The Vikings yeah. call it burning boats, right? It's like, okay, we're here now, we're in England, let's conquer it because we we don't have boats anymore to go back to. Our, <laughs> you know. um, yeah. Do you ever think about burning the boats, Ben Stewart? I'm sorry. Do you think about burning the boats? Is this the quit, quit on air now? We'll, we'll send them. The <laughs> definitely. It's, it's definitely something I've thought about. Um, I think for me, right, it's less about the, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily just the, the financials. It's, it's the, the freedom. So it's the freedom that I know that I have that security without, you know, I, I'm not reliant on anybody other than myself. That's for me what it, what it comes down to mostly. Um, so, uh, for me, I made the conscious decision that I wanted to do it slowly and I, mm. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to do this organically and make sure that it is sustainable for me for, for the long term. Mm. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I kind of admire, uh, well, both of you actually, but, but, but Ben and Stuart, I, 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 am I saying Stuart? Why am I saying your surname? Right. People get my surname. Stuart. Seward, thank you. So I'm dyslexic, so I always get names wrong. Um, but uh, but yeah, I feel like you know, what if your your uh, colleagues are listening right now? Isn't it like, oh, Ben's going to leave us soon? He's just waiting for that. <laughs> oh no, don't worry, I'm not not going anywhere just yet. Okay, good. <laughs> well, you can comfortably share the broadcast now about you. Oh no, they're going to think I'm quitting. <laughs> They know about the business. So. Yeah, well, I was going to say, um, the, be- the best employers um, recognize that we all have ambition. And um, I, I know a company I just invested in recently, um, the people that set it up were actually the, their other investors were the people they used to work with. Hmm. Um, yeah, so, so actually, you know, if, if, if and I always, I, I've employed lots of people in my time and, and, and actually often the people that have gone and started their own company afterwards, I've, I've supported them. It makes a lot of hmm. sense. 
and letting people accepting that. But but I also know a lot of employers that were like, you're doing something else. You know, you what are you doing something else for? You should be um, you're working for me day and night. <laughs> so it's, a, it's an interesting, interesting. Did you did Ben almost did you yeah. quit your job? Did you just say, right, I've made, got savings. This is the thing I'm going to do and quit. Or how did you do it? No, no. So like for me, it, it's, it was more flexible. So um, I had like over the past three years, I had projects. So like as a contractor, I had projects for like three months and then took a, a bit of time off and then um, got a new project again. Uh, but now, you know, it's, it's again like that kind of period where I don't have a project and I would rather just uh, you know, build something out. And because and, I always wanted to do this, like I, I, in uni, um, I, I wanted to build a, a shoppable Instagram app. And then I saw Instagram has done it, you know, that kind of pissed me off. So uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I really need to do something here. Um, so yeah, like I've been trying to be, set up like uh, Shopify stores, which were like kind of successful. That was good. But uh, I think it's like another next leap where I, 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 I'm like, you know, I really need to do this. Like this is uh, inevitable. Did my validation answer or, or insight uh, help you? What, 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 what else do you need? Yes, thank you. I think I think it's good. Um, I think that's it. You know, like breaking it down to smaller pieces and and seeing how uh, it would give value to people. Because um, you know, I, I heard Ben Ben saying as well that you know it really comes down to value. Uh, if someone really sees uh, that it, it can give them something, then then I know that I'm I'm onto something. So um, yeah, I just need to get there and um, you know f find what what is the way there. So yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I always like to kind of end these uh, podcasts just by um, asking my guests if they want to shout out to the universe and anyone listening, you know, what do you need? Um, whatever it is. So um, who wants to go first? Ben? Oh, let me. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go first. So what do I, what do I need? Yes. What do you need? I need more time. <laughs> more time. Why? Okay. You know, buy time, yeah. don't sell time. That's the key to that one. But more Sorry. time oh, me. buy time sell time but but time is a tough one yeah. for the universe to give you that that that's a good question though ben i like that it is yeah, yeah. i think it's uh, people people definitely undervalue their time a lot of a lot of the time yeah well mm -hmm. said uh, yeah ben number two uh yeah good one um i'd say yeah just just the path a clear path right now you mean a ux path you know exactly which way to go yeah yeah, yeah exactly so we can mm. chat <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes with that i think you know it, it can come from an internal feeling you just you, you, you're clearly very smart you know but i think there's a sometimes you know the path it's just making a decision i just interviewed mm. nick Jenkins, okay. who's the founder of moonpig.com uh, he's a dragon on dragon's den season 13 and right. season 14 and one of the things he said i thought was amazing is that sometimes being an, an entrepreneur is just about making decisions mm. yeah. okay just a gut feeling, just going for it. Gut feeling yeah. and, and making a decision. If it's wrong, you know, you can change your mind later, but at least you kind of committed okay. to one path. Um, okay. And so, Makes yeah. sense. I, don't know why, I want to relate everything back to UX design now and say, you know, I'm sure with UX, there's quite a few different ways you can build a site, right? And and, and we'll have their pros and cons always. Um, oh, but you just uh, pick one and, and you can do A-B testing, but just pick one and go for it, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it always starts with your gut. Like, what does your gut say? What do you think? Um, and then you, you go from, just go from there. I mean, mm. you know, something is is better than nothing. So for me, yeah. uh, one thing that I see a lot is procrastination. 
And, mm -hmm. you know, entrepreneurs, they want their website to be perfect. And it's just not a reality. It's, it's never yeah. going to be perfect. So sure. just, just doing something and, uh, and testing it and, and seeing how it, how it performs and just tiny, tiny baby steps. Mm. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. yeah. Please don't look at my website. Please, please do not. <laughs> yeah, I already have. It's good. It's oh, good. No. I like it. <laughs> no. Well, okay. I, I feel like I feel like there's something to be said there, Ben. What you know? What's uh, I have already? Oh, no, said. I'm just I'm just playing around. It's uh, it's great. Yeah. Nice website. Funny enough, I actually built uh, the Purposeful Project website uh, myself. No, no surprise. I'm sure. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> these days, I'm cutting my own hair. You know, we can all do it ourselves these days. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I actually built it um, as a as a way of showing the designer what I wanted. Um, yeah, I yeah. almost like a real life wireframe, um, and, and then at least the general content structures there because sometimes that's half of it, isn't it? The actual content itself is still a large yeah. part of any portal. Um, but anywho, um, do feel free to give me feedback off air, and uh, so you don't embarrass me on air. Oh, <laughs> of course. Good. Well, I'm I'm, uh, I'm gonna. Well, thank you both for coming on appreciate your your stories and your share um and yeah it's a pleasure to have you both here i'm sorry about the dog in the background hopefully this whole coronavirus thing will be behind be behind us soon yeah. and we can get back to just like meeting face to face and having normal yeah. chats instead of having to, uh, to deal with technology and, and and animals in the background but thank you both for coming on today thank you so much no pleasure well, thank, you having me. thank you guys See. i hope you enjoyed the podcast today just a quick one. Hopefully you got some insights. We will be live again tomorrow at 12.30. We have an incredible entrepreneur coming on who's going to be talking about how to look after your brain and how to make sure you look after the most important part of your body. And so, yeah, hopefully you can join 12.30 tomorrow. Goodluckpod.com. You can get the podcast on Spotify, on Apple Music. Of course, wherever you're listening to it right now, you can get it here too. So thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions about UX design for Sam, please, uh, for, for Ben, sorry, I'm losing my mind today. For Ben, um, please feel free to click through to the links below and ask him. If you're interested in uh, Dots Connect, please also feel free to click through the other Ben's website and content. Both of my guests today have given up their time uh, to share their insights and thoughts with you. I hope you found it useful. Just clicking on their social media and giving them a like would also mean a lot. It doesn't cost anything. So thanks very much for listening and have a wonderful day.